Welcome in to Outkick the Show Tuesday edition. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic days wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We have got an absolute bevy of stories to get to. But right off the top, I want to tell you this. Masters Week is here. Little less than two days. On Thursday morning, everybody is going to be teeing off. We got an incredible offer for new users. If you go to fanduel.com slash clay, listen to me, go to fanduel.com slash clay if, and I stress if, you pick Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, or Jordan Spieth to just make the cut and you bet $5 on that you will get back $100. That's a 20 to 1 value. That is an amazing odds package there. Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, and Jordan Spieth all to make the cut. Your $5 bet turns into $100 if you are a new user and you go to fanduel.com slash clay. That is fanduel.com slash clay. Alright, I want to start Congrats to Scott Drew and Baylor on an incredible run to the championship. In 2003, Scott Drew took over Baylor in the wake of Patrick Dennehy's death the murder of one of the Baylor basketball players and it took him four years of losing to be able to get back to a positive record. This is one of the great all-time performances by any coach anywhere Four years of losing where he finished 11th or 12th every single year in the Big 12. He then made the NCAA tournament in year 5. And let me tell you this for everybody out there who feels like their school is never going to win a championship from 1950 until 2000 plus 2003, 2007 when Scott Drew had been there for four years already over 50 years Baylor went to one NCAA tournament in 1988. They had been to four total NCAA tournaments when Scott Drew took over. Since he took over they have now been to nine and they just notched a national championship. This isn't an incredible story. This is an unbelievable and phenomenal accomplishment by Scott Drew. Maybe the greatest coaching job relative to where he took over in the history of college athletics. Again, it's not very often that a school wins its first NCAA championship but Baylor among Power 5 conferences just about had the worst NCAA tournament history record. Futility of appearance of any of them and they just won a national championship with Scott Drew. This is an all-time coaching success not just in college basketball but in college athletics period. Congratulations to Scott Drew and all the Baylor Bears out there on this championship. Uh, Less of a positive story. The All-Star game has now moved to Denver from Atlanta. Major League Baseball has officially announced that they are going to send the All-Star Game to Denver. Now, we talked about earlier how Georgia has more restrictive uh, has a less restrictive voting policy than Joe Biden's home state of Delaware than the state of New York where uh, Major League Baseball is located. The state of Georgia actually has more days of early voting 
than the state of Colorado does. And it also is a big failure out there when you consider the status of Atlanta compared to Denver in the name of equality and I am quoting from uh, let me hit a couple of these guys Larry Elder and Major League Baseball moved the All-Star game from Atlanta which has a 50.9% black population to Denver which has a 9.5% black population because the Georgia voting bill quote disproportionately affects people of color. Apparently the estimated loss of $100 million to Atlanta's economy does not disproportionately affect people of color. You can go find that tweet yourself from Larry Elder which is well said. Also, Tim Scott, Senator from South Carolina, Georgia, voter ID 17 days of early voting, Colorado, voter ID 15 days of early voting. Atlanta is 51% black. Denver is 9.2% black. Major League Baseball is moving the All-Star game out of Atlanta which has more day of voting rights than Colorado. The Wokes are at it again, folks. That is according to Senator Tim Scott. I am reading directly from his tweet also. Major League Baseball failed in an epic fashion and so in particular did the commissioner of Major League Baseball and I believe Rob Manfred and I believe that Manfred if he wants to stand tall and actually step up and consistently perform and not be a hypocrite he should have to renounce his membership to Augusta National to the Masters because if you can't play an all-star game in Atlanta why in the world should you as Major League Baseball's commissioner Rob Manfred continue to endorse any Georgia area voluntary athletic participation you my friend are a hypocrite you have failed miserably when it comes to being the leader of Major League Baseball as it pertains to this issue and I say that as someone who defended Rob Manfred over the ridiculous failures that he brought to bear and fought against in sports media as it pertained to Major League Baseball playing a season. He got a season played last year despite COVID but he has failed in a big way with the All-Star game officially announced to be moving to Denver. Big news in the Deshaun Watson case. Today, plaintiff's attorney Tony Busby held a public press conference and two different women including the first accuser of Deshaun Watson went public with their stories and their names. Uh, They said they were not motivated by money. They said they wanted to stop Deshaun Watson from victimizing additional women. Uh, They also said that they have spoken with Houston police and there is a criminal investigation of Deshaun Watson's behavior underway. There are now 22 different women who have filed lawsuits accusing him of sexual assault as well as an additional woman who spoke to Sports Illustrated and also accused him of sexual assault but has not yet filed a lawsuit. I would expect based on the statements that these women made today publicly that it is highly likely that there will be sexual assault allegations uh, charges brought against Deshaun Watson in the near future of a criminal nature. Uh, At that point in time I would suspect that the NFL would officially suspend him from being able to uh, be affiliated with any franchise and Deshaun Watson will be not only then in danger of his career going forward with the legal jeopardy that he faces Uh, for the short term but he may have long term issues as well. Uh, This was a significant 
day of peril for Deshaun Watson with all of this going public. Other big news that just came down. Uh, The United States State Department says it is significantly considering along with other ally nations the idea of boycotting the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. I give credit to the Biden administration to Secretary of State Blinken if they are actually able to follow through on this. What should happen is and I've been arguing this for a while because of the way that China has treated Hong Kong because of the way that they are uh, behaving in the South China Sea because of their uh, unwillingness to uh, free the prisoners that are Muslim and uh, being having genocide practiced against them according to the United States State Department in Zhangjing, China a million Uyghur Muslims I believe what needs to happen is the United States and Canada in particular we basically win every Winter Olympic medal we should put on our own version of the Winter Olympics in the United States and invite all ally countries to join us and in the process humiliate and embarrass and draw attention to the human rights violations that are occurring in China. In other words I don't believe we should hold our athletes out of competing in Winter Olympics events. I would host it here maybe also in uh, Canada this next winter in 2022 and send that message to China and if they want to boycott in uh, 2021 and the, uh, the Olympics that are about to take place in Japan they're entitled to do that. If they want to boycott in 2024 whatever they may be interested in doing going forward frankly I just don't care. I think the right move would be hosting the Winter Olympics. I don't want all these Winter Olympic athletes to not be able to compete. I would throw our own Winter Olympics for allied democratic countries that won't want to send a message to authoritarian dictatorships like China I think that is the right decision if we are willing to follow through on it which I hope that we are going to do. The Jets have traded Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers. What do we think about this move? To me it's pretty straightforward. Carolina is hoping that they can strike gold with Sam Darnold like the Tennessee Titans did with Ryan Tannehill. What do both quarterbacks have in common? Adam Gase. They were both first round quarterbacks who were unable to perform at a high level partly because of health with Ryan Tannehill in Miami with Sam Darnold with the Jets and now the Panthers when you look at their offensive talent and the culture that Matt Rule alongside of Joe Brady is building I think this is a great location for Sam Darnold to go to. The cost in the grand scheme of things not very substantial. Again, the Carolina Panthers are making a wager here that they can reclaim and redeem a first round talent like Sam Darnold much like the Tennessee Titans did with Ryan Tannehill. It seems like based on the picks that they had to give up a good risk reward for the Carolina Panthers. I also think this is tied in with Deshaun Watson where you've seen the San Francisco 49ers make the decision to trade up to number 3 and this is directly connected to the decision by the Jets to go with Zach Wilson at number 2 so we know quarterbacks are going 1, 2, and 3 Trevor Lawrence 1 to the Jags Zach Wilson 2 to the Jets in the third spot we'll wait and see who exactly uh, the San Francisco 49ers end up taking Trey Lance is it going to be Mac Jones is it going to be Justin Fields and then with the Atlanta Falcons at 4 if somebody loves one of these quarterbacks it's possible the Falcons could drop back a little bit 
and still be able to get one of the top talents that they want to be able to draft. We will see exactly what that value ends up being but I think these are part of the reactions to Deshaun Watson no longer being tradable. You had the Panthers interested in him. You had the 49ers interested in him. Now he is not going to be a viable option for some time into the future and as a result we have a pretty straightforward story here uh, which is the Panthers are moving and the 49ers are moving as well. Today is a fun day. Last year Little League Baseball in my town got shut down. My 5-year-old and my 9-year-old had started practice and the season effectively ended. Now we are having opening day today 6 o'clock Central. Your boy is a coach of Little League 10-year-olds and I cannot wait for these kids to be able to take the field and get back out there and be able to have a really good time playing uh, baseball again. And I think it is going to be absolutely outstanding. I think that everybody should be back. Trust me, they should all be back ready to roll. I want to tell you right now before I continue breaking down all of the big stories out there I want to tell you about my friends at Manscaped. They have got so many different fantastic products. Here you go. Your balls will thank you just in time for spring just in time for the Masters maybe a little post uh, March Madness excitement Outkick the Show is sponsored by Manscaped the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming they are available to help take care of you in the USA, Canada, the UK, Australia, New Zealand and the EU. They have an exclusive offer right now for everybody out there in the Outkick audience. Use the code DBAP20 that's D-B-A-P-20 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com you can get hooked up right now they're also making a substantial donation for testicular cancer did you know that it is the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and they want to give support to fighters, survivors and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative get hooked up now you will be glad that you do again 20% off and free shipping join the Manscaped movement with the code DBAP20 at manscaped.com that's 20% off and free shipping for all of these great products at DBAP20 the code at manscaped.com look at all of this you will be fantastically happy that you did so and most importantly your balls will thank you. All right, that is manscaped.com. Go get hooked up there now. Uh, It's probably going to surprise you. Guess what's happening? Uh, The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, is facing a recall election. Lots of people are not happy with his leadership because California, which has been the most consistently locked down state in the country, has had nearly identical COVID rates to Florida death rate, overall positivity rate, everything because because there's really not much value for lockdowns. They don't work. And so, not surprisingly, news has now come out that the lockdown champion himself, Gavin Newsom, is saying that all COVID restrictions will be gone in the state of California by June the 15th just in time for things to get back to normal. 
before the recall election that he is going to face. I'm sure that's all just one big coincidence. Aaron Rodgers is hosting Jeopardy. I don't know how many of you saw the video. It was fantastic uh, that somebody put as their final Jeopardy answer uh, when Aaron Rodgers was hosting Jeopardy somebody asked uh, what is why would you kick the field goal basically uh, asking for anybody who was watching the NFC Championship game why the Packers decided to kick the field goal instead of going for it on fourth down against the Bucks. It's a fantastic question one that I think many different people out there are still wondering Aaron Rodgers took it in stride uh, he is hosting Jeopardy for two weeks will be interesting to see what exactly is going on there. Paul Pierce has been fired by ESPN after posting video of him smoking a joint and uh, getting a haircut while strippers cavorted about around him. Evidently, the mouse does not play when it comes to those kinds of behaviors. Disney decided that was a bridge too far and they have fired Paul Pierce effective immediately. They announced the news just before the NCAA tournament game tipped off on Monday in a vintage bury the news PR strategy that I have to just give a nod at Disney's direction over. I wouldn't have fired him over this. I think it was a ridiculous thing to do but in the grand scheme and form and fashion with all of the things that Disney employees are doing and saying on a daily basis it's crazy to me uh, that they would in any way uh, decide that this is a bridge too far when they've let a lot of their employees such as Mark Jones say he won't take a security detail anymore for instance because he's afraid police are going to kill him. Uh, just recently on their air uh, Mark Jones said that, uh, that that Jacob Blake was shot seven times without being armed even though he was clearly armed as he has stated himself. It's a blatant lie that he spread on their network. To me there is a difference in my opinion between what you say on the air and what you do in your private life. My opinion would be everybody is still entitled to a private life as long as you aren't committing crimes. Companies shouldn't be obsessed with what you are doing in your private life. My opinion, I understand some people disagree but I think that would be healthier. I don't necessarily agree that given the fact that he was not breaking the law necessarily that Paul Pierce should have been fired. This is not going to surprise you either. Remember Gretchen Whitmer? Uh, I would say the queen of lockdowns if we give Gavin Newsom the uh, title of king of lockdowns I think we have to give uh, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer the title of queen of lockdowns. Guess which state has the biggest COVID outbreak in the nation right now? Michigan. Michigan has the biggest COVID outbreak in the nation because repeat it with me lockdowns don't work Michigan has tried to lock down the virus is gonna virus as we can tell by looking at Florida and as we can tell by looking at California. And so Gretchen Whitmer doesn't look at data and now as a result of having shut down everything when they start to open back up just a little bit the numbers surge instead of going ahead and managing this over time now Michigan has the worst outbreak in the nation right up there with New York New Jersey Connecticut the usual suspects when it comes to COVID outbreaks. Finally Dr. Fauci was directly asked why are cases continuing to plummet in Governor Abbott's state of Texas where by the way nearly 40,000 Texans showed up to watch the Texas Rangers home opener yesterday biggest crowd in an American pro sports event since March the 11th basically of last year when the NBA 
shut down over a year of no crowds. People are sick and tired of the ridiculousness of crowd restrictions as it pertains to sports. And Fauci was asked, hey, how come a month after Texas opened up the entire state and all businesses 100%, how come there has not been this massive spike like you and Joe Biden predicted there would be? Remember Joe Biden called it Neanderthal behavior by Greg Abbott and the state of Texas over their decision. Fauci frankly said he had no idea. I'll tell you an idea which is probably accurate. Between the number of people who have already had COVID and the number of people who have now been vaccinated for COVID many states are reaching herd immunity. There is a massive number of people out there that have either already had COVID well over 100 million conservatively based on CDC estimates and we now have vaccinated well over 100 million adults given with at least one shot given given the fact that kids are not primary vectors of COVID spread that means the number of people that are susceptible to the virus continues to diminish in a hurry. We don't know for one how many people that have already had COVID have also had the vaccine so we don't necessarily know the exact number but we are rapidly advancing up on at a minimum 200 million adults who have either had COVID and have antibodies or people who have already been vaccinated. So I would submit that the reason in many of these states the number of cases is plummeting rapidly is herd immunity. And so we need every state in my opinion 100% open now every sporting event let fans decide if they want to go or not. I'm going to another sporting event this weekend. Sunday I will be at WrestleMania in Tampa watching that event. I'm excited. I've never been to WrestleMania before. My wife will be there. She has been to WrestleMania 3 when she was a uh, little girl and now we will be at WrestleMania down in Tampa on Sunday. I've been to NFL games. I've been to college basketball games. I'm coaching Little League right now and I will be going to WrestleMania this weekend. I can't wait for that. Should be a lot of fun. College football games as well. I've been behaving normally. I'd encourage you to behave normally as well. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. Enjoy the Masters starting in two days. Get your bets in right now. FanDuel.com slash Clay That's FanDuel.com slash Clay A $5 bet turns into $100 20 to 1 payout if you take Dustin Johnson Rory McIlroy or Jordan Spieth to make the cut. That is a really great value. Again, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy or Jordan Spieth to make the cut if you are a new user. FanDuel.com slash Clay Tennessee, Virginia, Michigan, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Colorado and New Jersey. Those are the 10 states plus a lot more coming online soon. Go sign up now at FanDuel.com slash Clay. I have got television I've got to get to. I'll be live breaking down everything in the world of sports gambling getting you ready for the Masters in about 20 minutes on FS1 5 Eastern, 4 Central, 3 Mountain, 2 Pacific. This has been OutKick the Show. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. Thanks for watching.